Hi there. You are listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast, where we talk about being unstoppable in your brand, business, and life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as an entrepreneur, lawyer, course creator, and author, I understand what it takes to strive for the next level. Through 20 years of having several businesses, making a ton of mistakes, and celebrating loads of success, I love to share my secret sauce, tips, and strategies on how you too can become unstoppable. Welcome back to another episode of Being Unstoppable. I'm your host, Cara Lee, and it is awesome to have you here again. Today's podcast is so amazing. We have a beautiful guest, M. Prescott. She has a company called Promotable You, and her company is all about helping people, particularly women, create an unstoppable career. She helps people to get that next pay rise, that next promotion, or up level and move into a different industry. So she is full of a whole lot of valuable information, not only if you are in a career, but also if you are an employer. So for me, I found the conversation fascinating because I employ a team of people and as an employer, you are running your race and you often don't think about all the ins and outs of your team and how they are feeling. So it was really good to hear from M on how you can resonate with your team members and how you can help them flourish and become unstoppable in their career. Because we need good team members and when we get good team members, we really do want to keep them. And if you are an employee, it is a must listen if you want to up-level your career and have some of those conversations around getting a pay rise and how to show your employer the value that you bring to the table in their business and treating yourself more like an entity that has value to bring to the table than someone who is just there to receive your salary. So we talk all about that and it's absolutely fascinating conversation. I love the podcast, so make sure you stay tuned. But for now, I'm just going to read you out another review. I got a beautiful review this week from New York, which is amazing. I hope that you're going great in New York. This is from SD. Love this podcast. I love how Carolee spells out everything very clearly, her ideas for goals. She is clear, communicative, and I am glad to have discovered this podcast. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for leaving a review on the podcast. I really do appreciate it when people email me, when they send a review, or when they're tuning in and listening and telling their friends about the podcast. It really does make my day. So thank you so much. And if you would love to leave a review, please go to iTunes and scroll down to the purple stars. You can leave a review down there and it is muchly appreciated. And if you leave your Instagram handle or your business name, I will give you a shout out as well. So let's get into today's podcast. I would love to introduce you to the amazing M Prescott from Promotable You. Let's get started. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, M. How are you going? I'm extremely well. Thank you for having me. 
So to get started, I would love to hear a little bit about what you do because it's really exciting and I love watching you um, go on Instagram and LinkedIn um, supporting people in their careers. So how do you help people? Yeah, so I am a career coach. So my background is in HR and I help primarily women, but men as well, take the next step in their career journey. So as an employee printer, shall we say, and what that kind of breaking through those barriers, what that is. So through breaking through any confidence barriers or understanding which direction that they want to go in and understanding kind of the pathway of how to get there. So I basically take people from not knowing where they want to go through to knowing where they want to go and all the space in between There's the steps. Awesome. So before we get started and talk all about that, I've got a question that I ask all my guests and that is what makes you unstoppable? Oh, good question. Okay, so two things come to mind that I've looked, that I, that resonate throughout my career. One is that I have always watched and learned. So I have a look at who is doing something really well, who's doing something really good, what is it about them that they are doing, how are they acting, how are they behaving, um, what actions are they taking. So I watch and I learn and I just do what has worked for them and then also mould it into my own self. Um, and then the second thing is that I make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not an apology for mistakes. I think they're really important and I've taken the wrong route a few times and but I've been able to learn from all of those um, and, you know, go back to where what is right for me. But I think it's important to understand that mistakes are not a failure and I I spent a lot of time feeling like a failure and that I wasn't getting far enough in my career or I didn't have a real career for a very long time and yeah I was afraid to kind of make those mistakes then once I gave that up I was able to just push forward through heaps of different stuff. I love that because with our mistakes, like that's where we really learn, isn't it? Like that's where the gold comes from. But so much, you know, we beat ourselves up when we make a mistake, but you're so right. Like if you can let go of that feeling of it being a failure, but rather being a learning sequence. Yeah. 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 And it's not always easy in the moment though. You know, you have to first admit to yourself that a mistake has been made and, or if something didn't go the way that you had planned or, you know, it's all around those expectations too that you place upon yourself, I find. And then, um, but yeah, once you can kind of push through that, that's okay. And yeah, we can just learn from that, move on and keep being persistent in what you're after. And that's how you, for me, that's how I feel like I have become unstoppable in what I want to do. I love that. So in your business, Promotable You, I love the name yes. Promotable You. It's so <laughs> fabulous. How did you come with that? Come up with that name? <laughs> I was actually sitting in the bar one day, and I was in my full time job in HR, and I spent a lot of time outside of work helping people, even before I, I was doing what I was doing. And I just thought to myself, it's just not okay that you know those women who I am working with, and it was mostly focused on women back then, are not getting the pay rises. They're not getting the promotions they deserve because I found it really easy to have those conversations. And I just thought it was a total injustice that really talented women were not able to have those conversations easily. And I just thought, if can't they just promote themselves? Like, why can't they just promote? And I was like, what if you could just be a promotable you? And then I just jumped out of the bath and my husband's like, what's going on? And um, 
I was like, no, I'm creating this business. And he was like, okay, let's do it. Um, and literally that's how it started because I just did not want to have one more conversation with really talented women about why they were not getting ahead in their career. I love that. That's, that <laughs> is so awesome. So what's who's the person that you work with mostly? Like what mm. kind of career person are you working with? So mostly those from the corporate world. Um, but, oh, geez, it's been such a range. It, it's funny because I thought there was only going to be a certain kind of, you know, type of woman that I would be working with, you know, those who were really not confident in, um, you know, completing interviews or having that pay rise conversation. But I just noticed over the years that it is so many different roles and industries. I've worked with surgeons, lawyers, doctors, um, accountants, marketing, administrators. There's just no, in all ages. Um, So it's just mostly those who are working in like professional services roles. Um, But there is absolutely no bound to the type of industry or type of role that there is. Everyone is dealing with the same kind of demons. And what are, what are those demons that they're dealing with? What well, are the most mostly, common things? Uh, imposter syndrome and confidence are the two main things and understanding their value in terms of how to put a salary on that. Uh, hands down the top three things that I work with people on. Yeah. And the tricky thing in our culture is that we don't talk about money and mm-hmm. in your in your businesses or even with your peers who are colleagues who are say in other industries you don't really openly talk about oh well this is the salary i'm on so it's all this no. sort of hidden stuff it's behind taboo. the background and it's all taboo yeah. and so how do yeah. you measure if what you're getting is a good deal or not a good deal mm. so it really depends on a few things so one is around the market value which you can easily find information for that just no most people don't know how to do that but the trickiest part is once you've got that market data understanding where you sit within that range because there's going to be a range based on your skills and experience and you know you need to see you need to find out well where do you sit and then how can you articulate that um, figure across but it also has to do with your own personal worth as well. So what are you expecting or even needing in your role? Um, So there's a whole kind of range of considerations and things we need to think about when talking about salary. But most people fall down, it's when they look at the market data, but their lack of confidence places them below where they actually should be. That's the hard part, especially for women. And so how do, like, you train people or what do you tell people (laughs) to do to have these conversations if they're feeling undervalued? Yeah, so the biggest thing is around create, oh, there's a bit of a process, right? So the first one is always understanding where some of their mental roadblocks are, like what is having them feel as if they are not a value. And we do that exercise first. Um, And the biggest and the simplest way to do that, if anyone wants to try this at home, is to prove to yourself where you are adding value. Just write down the list of where you are adding value and prove it to yourself. Then the second thing is it's all about how you design the conversation. So the one thing that we're not used to doing is talking in opportunity language. And one thing that I teach is always saying, how can you have this conversation or make this request so it lands as an opportunity for the other person. So most people go into pay rise conversations and they 
they use the language such as, I'm working really hard, I deserve this, this other person is getting that, but I also do the same amount of work, therefore I deserve this amount. But rather we need to turn that conversation around and say, okay, well, where did you add value to this business? How can you measure that? Um, you know, how did you impact the bottom line or in, you know, whatever KPIs you have hit? How have you gone above and beyond? And then how can you design that conversation so paying you more lands as an opportunity for them? That's the main thing and it's not a conversation we're used to. No, and the thing is, is as an entrepreneur, we're learning about how to talk and speak in the messaging sort of sense, you know, mm. and, and, you know, your branding and all of that we teach how do you speak the language of your ideal client, right? And yeah, I guess yeah. what you're teaching your <laughs> employees, uh, people who are employed and, and careers yeah. that they love, you're teaching them how to speak the language of their employer. So Correct. essentially maybe turning it around and looking at your employer, like you as a business, as mm. you are the business, you are the brand, you are the business, and your business is your career. And so how yeah. can I speak the language of my employer to make myself Absolutely. more valuable? Yeah, it, it, it's exactly the same thing. And the same thing with entrepreneurs and employees. That's why we call them employeepreneurs, which is, you coined that, which I absolutely have stolen with pride. And the thing is, is that um, even as an employee, your personal brand and how you represent yourself throughout the year, the, the output that you provide, the conversations that you have, the, the internal stakeholder relationships that you have all make such a difference when it comes to things like pay rises or promotion opportunities. So it's important to be focusing on that all throughout the year. A hundred percent. Like as, mm. a, as an employer of a team, you know, there are people on the team who do amazing work, but they do just the work and they have yeah. no, they have no um, desire to go out and say, um, get clients or create referral relationships, mm. for example, which could be um, really valuable things to have. Yeah. And anyone can go and do those things if you have sure the desire to um, maybe create more of a business out of your career for yourself. Absolutely. And yeah, no, couldn't agree more. And I think it's important to do those things if that's what's important to you. Because, you know, if I look at it from a HR perspective in terms of the talent and succession kind of plan, we do need those solid citizens who don't want to climb the chain because everyone, you know, there's not enough room for everyone to climb the chain and for everyone to be leaders. However, if that is you, and you're not taking those steps, and it doesn't mean that you need to do it in an extrovert type of way. I know that a lot of people that I work with are very introverted. They're not huge on recognition or promoting themselves, but there's ways that you can do that authentically and still get the same outcome. So it's important that you still focus on, you know, getting that recognition and building your personal brand in a way that's authentic to you and feels right for you. Yeah, I love that. Um, so many of us, when we're employed, like we don't really like have that vision, do we? And, and, mm -hmm. and the other thing too, is that often employers, like you can feel like you're, that try to keep you small. So what Sometimes, do you, yeah. yeah. And so what do you do or what's your advice for people who feel like that? Like they mm. actually aren't able to grow where they are but they have that desire that yeah. they want. They don't want to go out on their own. They want and love their career, but they yeah. want to blossom in that career and they just feel stagnant. Yeah. 
I think a lot of the time it comes down to the manager that you're reporting to and a great leader and a great manager is someone who fosters your development, who isn't afraid of you being better than them. If you feel that you are being held back, usually it's because of a manager and or the organisation that you're in, just one just doesn't have the, um, the forethought or they're just not ready for you sometimes. I know that I was in a role and the person I was reporting in said, because like, I'm very much for process efficiencies and I love all that stuff, and, um, and they just said, this business is not ready for you. You know, you're going to have to calm down because we, we do not have what you need to be fulfilled in this role. And I moved to a different role because I wasn't going to get where I was. But that leader was incredible because they saw that. If you don't have a leader such as that, then you need to start making some decisions. You know, is it worth keep butting your head up against the wall when you're not getting anywhere? Or, you know, find yourself a bigger pond. Yeah. Pond. And so what do you think, like in terms of um, uh, someone's values and mm. their um, so their personal values, when you don't feel aligned, what yeah. do you think is the best thing for someone to do in that case? Most of the time when your values aren't aligned, yeah, there's just a massive disconnect with what you're doing. I would suggest having a look at why they're misaligned. It could be that you're just at a different phase in life. I know that I work with a lot of return to work mums who really were, um, they loved the company they were working for, but after having a child, their, their priorities have changed. So, um, you know, there's that misalignment in values there. I would be looking at, is it your values that have changed or is it just they've never matched the company that you've worked for? And that could be lots of, you know, different things. And if they don't, have a look at finding one that does. You know, it's people tend to be scared to jump ship because they're safe and secure in that role. Um, but you'll never be happy if your values do not align with, you know, the company that you're working for or the type of role that you're working in. And just a quick example of that is that I know people who are very high security value, like they, they need to know where their paycheck's coming in, they need to know that the company they're working for is very secure, yet they keep taking on contract roles. <laughs> and it's just they're never going to be happy in those roles and they're up, up to their sixth or seventh contract in the last three years and wondering why they're so miserable. Go find a full-time job. <laughs> Go find a permanent role. Um, so it can just be a few things like that where you just you need to focus on what your values are and clearly articulate those then you can make decisions about the type of company, the type of work, the type of manager. I think um, speaking to values, to be unstoppable in whatever it is that you do, whether you're in a career and or you're um, going out on your own or you're in your own business, knowing what your values are is so important, isn't it? Because it's it's mm, the root totally. of like your success and happiness. And yeah. if you're in that alignment, things are just so much free it's free flowing compared to absolutely pushing uphill and feeling like you're not getting any traction yeah absolutely and I think that's why I ended up starting my own business because I wanted to be creative and I wanted flexibility and I wanted variety in everything that I did and there might be some role out there you know that might have that but certainly not an HR role and you know that's what compelled me to, to start this because my values did not align to a full-time job I wanted to be home with my family and I wanted to, 
that had that flexibility and that creativity as I can hear my son in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I created this because I knew what my values were and I knew that I would only be happy if I chased those. So one of the things that you've told me before when we've caught up is that you are able, when people work with you and um, I love this because as career people, we often don't think about investing in ourselves. Mm. You know, as entrepreneurs, we yeah. invest in ourselves, but maybe when yeah. we have a career, we're not thinking about investing in ourselves. We're thinking about maybe our our business that we work for investing in us. So yes. when people come to work with you, they have to invest in themselves, and yeah. and which I love. But one of the things <laughs> that I loved hearing from you is that with that investment, you can help them get a pay rise of between ten and sixty thousand dollars, which I think <laughs> yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I just is it yes, yeah, true. Yeah, you, it's, it's funny when you just say it in black and white like that. Yes, there's there's always I think in no matter what you invest in, you need to have a look at what is that return on investment. Um, and you know, it's one of the simplest things to do is learn to communicate. And to communicate in the workplace means to communicate your value, to communicate your experience. And when you can do that and learn how to do that, and when I teach people how to do that, they go into their reviews so much more confident. And they have such a structure in how to have that conversation that just is a no-brainer for their employee, employer. Um, but the best thing, even aside from the money thing, is that what I love about learning how to have that conversation and investing in yourself to get that return on investment is that you don't, you have a choice after that. Most people, when they don't get a pay rise, get very disengaged, but they feel like they're stuck and don't have a choice. But the thing is that you can either choose to stay there and not get the pay rise or move to a different company and get one. So it's kind of a win-win no matter when you're going into a pay rise conversation. And that's what I teach everyone. Always a win-win. You've always got a choice. And the quicker that you can learn how to have a conversation to just gen genuinely let people know where you've been adding value um, and being able to demonstrate that is just huge. You can use it for every single role, every single year. And it's just, you know, it's kind of like compounding interest in a way. Yeah, amazing. So with um, speaking to employee is how mm. do you become or what do you see an un unstoppable employer looks like? Because getting team mm. members is a massive struggle for a lot of people and keeping team members, you know, people yeah. who are in business often say, yeah. oh, your staff, it's the worst thing ever about running a business. <laughs> but in my yeah. experience, it's the best thing ever about running my business because it means yes. that I've been able to automate my business um, so, because I've got this incredible team um, and you know it's not always easy because people come along with their personal lives and emotional things and yes. and we all do you know yeah. we're not we we it's a moving kind of flow of water all the time if you know what I mean yeah, and things change and you know but how do you become an unstoppable employer that attracts really great team members yeah it's interesting it's and working across a lot of HR teams and working with leaders, there's one thing that just tends to come up that I see in being able to empower your employees to do the best um, work. And that really is around giving them, giving them the autonomy 
to give them, be very clear about the scope of work that you want them to do and give them the autonomy to go and do it and then raise the pants off them when they do a really great job. There's not enough focus on, you know, really engaging with your top performers and giving them the positive feedback that they need to go um, and keep climbing even higher. That's the, the one thing that's missing all the time. We tend to spend a lot of time on the squeaky wheel of the employees that are not doing well and not enough, you know, fostering the talent of our amazing top people who come in. And most people, when they leave an organisation, the first thing they say to me is, I just, it would have been nice to have had a simple thank you <laughs> just for the work that I was doing. So it's not always about money. It's not always about the type of work that they're doing. It's just that that someone is invested in them. They're giving them the autonomy to do what they want to do, the creativity, and to find out what actually drives them and be interested and curious and help facilitate that for them. And if you're doing that as a leader, you're going to have some really, really, really happy employees. Yeah, that's such good advice. And it's so simple, Mm -hmm. isn't it? I I find, like, I often say to people, when I'm talking about teams with people and how I've grown my business, I say to people, the reality is, is that your team actually, like the people in your team, they actually want to come to work and do a really good job for you. Yeah. Like they do. Like it actually (laughs) amazes me that people show up early and on time and they go the extra mile and they do all of this. You know, people are amazing and they want to do a good job. Yeah. So much of the time. but as often business owners get very frustrated and feel like there's no one good out there. But I think it's more about there's so many good people and it's more about and they care. Yeah, they care care and they get so invested in their place of work, don't they? And that's because they actually really do want to do a good job. But I think that sometimes as employers, people get bogged down in their own work and they don't maybe put Mm. the time into empowering people so then they go yeah. oh I'll just I'll just do it myself it's just quicker. do it myself yeah and I think even for entrepreneurs who are using virtual assistants I think it's the exact same thing and it's taking them on the journey like what what is the end goal look like for this business so that and then when you actually reach some of those milestones how are you celebrating them with all of your employees whether they're in person with you or if they're virtual um because everyone wants to feel a part of something. Everyone wants to be a community of something, you know, bigger than themselves. They want to be a contribution to the world in some small part, even if they can't articulate that what it is. But that's who we are innately as humans, is that we want to be a contribution. Um, so if you are facilitating that for your employees, take them on the journey and celebrate those small wins. Such a huge thing. People will work so hard for you. Yeah, that's such great advice. And it's true, you know, like we have all chosen the careers that we've chosen and our mm. brand stories take us to where we are today for a, a really good reason. And usually yeah. that's because we want to make an impact in the world. We want to help people who we used to maybe be like, like you look at yes. what you're doing, you're helping people um, because of your experience and your frustration mm. kind of joined into one going, oh, I know how to help people like yes. where I was at five <laughs> years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing about employers as well, if I can just mention one more thing, is let them fail but be very, um, when you're giving feedback, let them know if something hasn't worked. So be okay, allow them, give them that space to fail and be okay with that. But 
they're not to fail like two or three times on the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got to be firm in your feedback. Lots and lots of, you know, compliments and, you know, amazing um, feedback, but then also be quite strict about, hey, this isn't working and this is the reason why. And people within those boundaries need that. Yeah. And the failure thing is so true, isn't it? Because if you're micromanaging someone all the time, you're actually not giving them the opportunity to learn. So you're sort of... And it's exhausting for you. A hundred percent. So exhausting. A hundred percent. And that's the way that I've been able to elevate out of my business more and do, you know, the being unstoppable stuff and coaching people and doing my other businesses because I've been able to help people um, empower them in my team and not micromanage them and allow them to have a little bit of failure yeah. sometimes. And your team um, seem super happy. I've seen them on, uh, yeah, seen them on Instagram and on your like group pictures. I have an amazing, amazing happy. team. Yeah, we've <laughs> just recently had a little shuffle where a couple of people have um, moved to other opportunities, um, which is great because, you know, both of these yeah. people have been with me for seven years and you know it does get to a point where it's time to yeah well it gets to a point for them where they think that you know they need to go out and experience something different both Mm -hmm. of them haven't worked in other firms before so it's actually really good for them to be able to go out and experience something different because while you're in one business and it's comfortable you're actually not experiencing and learning other things, which I totally yeah. understand as and as hard as it is to lose people that you yes. love and that are good people, it's yeah. just part of being in business and you have to learn yeah. to um, learn that everyone's got their own journey and, like, for them, it's their life. They have to get up every day and go and do it. Exactly. And Seven years, that's a great tenure. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And, and it's been, you know, it's been awesome. And then it, it also gives our business an opportunity to welcome in some new talent. That's it. So, and sometimes, you know, sometimes you've got to let go of something good to get something better. You just don't know, you know? Yeah, totally agree. So um, that's sort of my attitude around it anyway. So in terms of people creating unstoppable careers, um, which is what I'll be calling it today, with Promotable (laughs) You, let's have an unstoppable career with Promotable You. Um, how yes. do you work with people? Because um, I see the work that you do and it's so mm. brilliant and you do have quite a few offerings from really helping someone through from a resume through to holding someone's hand to the, getting their $60,000 pay rise. So how do you do all of that? Yeah. Yeah, so you can either work with me in a group format or one-on-one. So I... A couple of times a year, I do an intake for a career accelerator program, and that's everything from mindset shift through to all of the career planning to the tactical, um, you know, aspects like your resume, interview skills, prioritized conversations, um, which has been really fun. I'm just halfway through a group at the minute, which has been awesome. And then there's also working with me one-on-one. So some people prefer that one-on-one where we can actually dive deep into really how to structure those conversations, do that in-depth career planning, remove those limiting beliefs. Um, we do even things like psychometric assessments and debriefs around understanding, you know, like your innate, innate drivers and values when you can't articulate them yourself, which I absolutely love doing. Um, and then 
we can yeah get straight into some tactical stuff too around resumes and interview skills and, and coaching around that as well. So it's quite a all-encompassing whatever you need in your career, I will generally have them. <laughs> that is so cool. So I hear that you've got a masterclass coming up shortly in the next yes, few weeks I or do. something like that. So that's a free yeah. masterclass, right? Yeah, so it's a four-day workshop series, um, which is called the Career Clarity and Confidence Workshop, and it will be going through the A to Z of changing roles or industries and, you know, getting the the confidence to being able to take that step but also getting clear about what that step could actually look like for you. So we do that over an hour each day for four days and that's coming up in October on the 20th. Oh, awesome. So I will leave that um, link in my show notes if anyone's listening and they want to join in. Um, And if you're listening beyond October 2020, that's okay because you run them a few (laughs) times a year, don't you? So um, you can just find that link on my um, website and um, it will go straight through to your workshop. And how can people find you? Yes, you can go to my website is the main thing. So promotableu.com.au or I'm on Instagram as promotableu or Facebook. Um, So you can reach out on any of those. And you work with people in Australia and all over the world, right? I do, yeah. Mostly Australia, but anyone, I've definitely worked with people from the UK um, and New Zealand before. So yeah, the more the merrier. Awesome. Well, it was so great having you on the podcast. So thank thank you you. so much for sharing all of your incredible knowledge with us. You are more than welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by my personal brand, Freebies, which you can find at caroliefontanelli.com. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave me a review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for Carolee Fontanelli. Until next time, remember, if you believe in yourself, you will be unstoppable.